0: Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Method to Madness podcast. It is your host, Sean Rankerside, over here. I am here with Ray Gilmore, who has been a great violist and comedian, and I just wanted to see and get to know her better as a comedian.
1: As a comedian?
0: And as a person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, excited to be here, I guess.
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> She's like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking to the strange man's basement. I'm just gonna freaking talk about comedy freaking two incels. I have nothing better to do. Okay, look, incel, incel. <laughs> just, just, But, but, but yeah, um, but let me just get this first off from the start. You can follow her at Ray Ray, Ray Bakes.
1: Yeah, Ray Ray Bakes, um, Bakes with two S's. Because Ray Ray Bake was already taken.
0: Oh, so someone beat to the punch. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't know.
0: But if you do get big, you can sue for copyright infringement.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so it's really important the double S, yes. double S. And actually, I think I think I did it because I originally started my account for Twitch because I was streaming and doing baking. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Twitch that didn't have the the username I wanted, so I had to like also do it on Instagram. But now I never, I'm never on Twitch, so yeah, Ray Ray Bakes.
0: On, well, and you um, stopped which because you got, got really busy, busy. I heard.
1: Yeah, I uh, I feel like it was also like a COVID thing. So it was like me in my basement apartment, like doing it, and I just I made friends, and I decided that being outside was better than being <laughs> in the basement <laughs> with online friends. Even though that's kind of what we're doing right now, but
0: <laughs> well, no, we're in person in the basement.
1: Yes, it's, it, true. it's true. This
0: is different. It's <laughs> very different. And you're, you're down, down
1: for a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I tried I tried streaming with, like, people. So, like, they would come over. And, yeah, you know, that was fun. So, we had, I had a couple people over. And, mm. um, yeah, we did, like, Christmas baking in December. And then I tried to continue it and do, like, a Valentine's Day thing. But mm. then I just, yeah. Because, yeah, we were talking about this before we started. But, like, you have to kind of tear down your whole place to, like, set up for the stream. And then you have to tear it down. and it's a lot of effort
0: uh, exactly because yeah. like well, what you guys don't see prior to this is yeah. that me and like prior to all this i had this whole place was like a disaster <laughs> i had like, I'm, like i was talking to ray last night. i was like oh good god i have to clean up my apartment <laughs> i have to like you know it smells nice now
1: it does it smells um like uh what i guess lemon lemon fresh or something yeah.
0: because like, i i like <laughs> the, the shit out of the floor like, I mopped, I cleaned, I did everything. I'm like, the washroom's clean now. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, 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 this is probably the cleanest I've ever seen guys apartment. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I do this for everyone, but, like, when I got back from Vegas, I just said to F everything and just went, fuck it. I'm just going like, to okay. throw everything away and do all that other stuff. But, like, oh, yeah. Uh, might as well get into this as well. Uh, I have a stream labs in below. 100% of the proceeds goes to the podcast. And helps me with production, helps me actually hire people to do this instead of doing it all by myself. As we've seen, was really, really hard. <laughs> like, I work in healthcare, I do not work in <laughs> telecommunications. <laughs> but let's just start this with you. So, why did you start stand up comedy?
1: Well, I guess I moved to Toronto to start sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was like hoping that that would be sort of the, the route that I took, but it ended up being like a lot of effort to like go to classes and meet people through classes mm-hmm. and so i um i decided i was just gonna try stand-up and it seemed like a fun community of people and just to like meet people meet comedians meet like like-minded people um i actually if you had told me that i was going to be doing stand-up like two years ago i would mm-hmm. like no way
0: <laughs> so so did yeah. you just kind of fall into it is it just like you or did you like let me try it out
1: uh so i used to live really close to salto restaurant Mm -hmm. shout out (laughs) their meatball sandwiches are phenomenal
0: (laughs) Their chicken mushroom sandwiches fucking amazing yeah (laughs)
1: very good very good food yeah i go there often okay (laughs) um but they had their open mic and i would walk by it every day Mm -hmm. and uh i sat i sat probably for about a month i would go and just on tuesdays and like watch the mic and then one day i was like just gonna try it mm-hmm. and so i was like because i saw a lot of people fail and i was like oh it's actually probably not that hard <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god you have like the like, i remember there's this one guy that went to the lab he said the exact same thing as you and no one was laughing at his stuff and he's like oh this is harder than it looks yeah
1: uh so the first set i did was actually like good like i felt like pretty good about it i had some loss, and then i was like oh sweet great and then the second one I tried and I was like, I tried something completely different. So I didn't know you're supposed to like repeat your jokes mm-hmm. often. And like, I, I had no, I didn't know anything about Seandup when I started. Okay. And I still don't really know much about it. I just like, like doing it. But so I would, uh, yeah, I, the second time I did it was just horrific. And I was like, why, why did I do this? But, um, and then I, yeah, I kind of took took a break and I've always, you know, would go back once in a while to Salto because I live really close. And then, one week, I was just like, I'm gonna do it every day this week, and if I like it, if I want to, like, work at it, then um, I'll keep doing it, and that's that's what happened.
0: And as you said, like-minded people, I would say, like, uh, comedians in general are the most diverse group of people you're ever gonna freaking meet in your life.
1: Yeah, but I feel like we all have, like, the, the same want to, like, get big. Or or just, like, make 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 jokes. like that, exactly. Like, be able to, like, write something or be someone on stage that people will listen to and
0: exactly like what was it like it's like when i mean diversity diversity, i mean diversity in thought because we all don't think the same for sure yeah because i'm like i really and that's to me the true diversity because like you get different points of view different lenses of thought and you all learn from each other too Mm -hmm. and i really love that because like what is it like um we've shot the shit at many of my and just said like the most like stupid-ass crap to each other. Sure. <laughs> and, like, I love those conversations that like, I can have with anyone there. Yeah. Because it's just hilarious. Like, I'm pretty sure, like... for Shout-out to Kaya. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've had, like, some really stupid-ass conversations with her, like, at the mics and just, like, whatever it is.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Like, and, and you find your people in a lot of ways. Like, especially as an adult, like, it's so hard to make friends, exactly. you know, if you're not in school or, like, you know, I don't... Like, as a musician... It's really, like, a lot. Of, we're so busy, so it's mm-hmm. hard to, like, have friendships with musicians as well because um, we're always doing different you're things and doing all over the place. city. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, every night, you're like, I'm going to see the same people mm-hmm. and you can, like, pick who you like and pick who you, you know, mm-hmm. you're cordial with. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoy
0: So the- your first the- set was at Salto.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As this is me coming from... A lens of hearing every girl talk about doing the mic there.
1: You got, got some balls. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought like I thought this was like normal mic. It isn't. It, it isn't. It, nor- I actually like I, no. The first first or second mm-hmm. one I went to go watch yeah. like a comedian like watched some audience members, and I was just like, oh, that's normal <laughs> for saying some crazy shit. But it,
0: it's it, it's thought, not like because like. A lot of people just don't like... I, I like going there because I'm fine going anywhere because I'm like, there have been places where like I literally felt like, why am I here? I'm not going to name names, but I literally thought I was going to get stabbed. Mm-hmm. But I did it anyways. <laughs> but I did it anyways. Like, that's just how I walk through life. It's just like, I, I want this that bad, so I'm just going to do it. And, and, and I can understand the apprehension that men, women, or it doesn't matter who you are, have about going into places where they don't want to hear what they want to hear, what, what, what's going yeah. to be said. And I'm just like, but that means that, like, I, I'm i sitting to one of those bravest women I've ever <laughs> seen in my life then, if this is the case.
1: I, to be fair, I don't go there often anymore. Cause you know, I've, I've found a better space to go to <laughs> on those nights, but um, yeah, I don't know. I Like, for example, like the first, one I went to, like, mm-hmm. Hannah Veltun was there, mm-hmm. uh Alex DeWitt, mm-hmm. like, some, like, really cool people, and I was like, oh. And then there was the people that, like, you know, you never see again, and they say the most horrendous things, and then, you know, hopefully after two months of it, they, like, realize that <laughs> they don't have anything to say. <laughs> because those are the type of people that
0: think comedy is saying the most outlandish thing. Sure, yeah. And, be- and getting shock reaction, but, like, the thing, thing is, like, like the reason that like Patrice O'Neill, Bill Burr, or like did even Dave Chappelle can say it, it is because, because there's a setup it. Yeah, there's
1: a set set a set set to it. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. There's a purpose to what er- what's being said. Whereas if you're just saying, just saying it for the sake of saying it, then what
1: the hell's the point? Yeah, and really? I think when I started, I yeah. thought that's what comedy was, and yeah. then I realized, like over a year now, mm-hmm. a year or so, it's like, oh no, that's not that's not it. Yeah, because
0: it's a story. Like as I I call it, like a roller coaster. You're building up to something and then you get the drop. Mm-hmm. Because if you just go, I told, as I said everyone, if you just go for the drop right at the beginning, what's the point of the ride?
1: Yeah, there's no, you're just saying something ridiculous. <laughs> you're just saying something ridiculous. I'm like, that's, about,
0: that's why I like the, that comedy that makes you think. Yeah. That's the reason. Because like, like, there is a whole song and there's a whole dance to it all and there's an art behind it and there's a setup to it, opposed to just being like, uh, hey, uh, You know those people over there. I'm like, what the hell are you saying? Like, you know, like, and let me go to the next one. Okay, so you started, like, when exactly did you start again? Like, a year ago, you
1: said? Uh, I guess my first mic was November of 2022. What year is it? (laughs) (laughs) 2022. Yeah, last year. Yeah. But uh, Wait, no, 21. It would have been 21. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I like sort of was in and out for like six months. And then as of like end of May, it's been a year that mm-hmm. I've been like trying harder. Going most nights and stuff like that. Okay, most so,
0: well, so nights. Like how many times a week would you say you go? Um probably like
1: three. Oh, well, it's a project. Three, of the same three thing. Three to five, day. yeah. Yeah. Three, yeah, three to
0: like five. Two. Holy crap, you doing more than I am.
1: <laughs> but you know, those are like the best weeks when you
0: go every day Oh, night and, like
1: okay. but and I honestly Last night was the first time I did a set in, like, a month. So,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, me too. That's was the first set I did back since getting back to uh, Toronto. Like, Because mm-hmm. I was just like, when I got back, like, I, I hate to talk about myself, but, like, I think it's a good learning opportunity for everyone that stand-up comedy isn't just doing open mics. <laughs> you have to do your networking. Yeah, You, sure. ha- you mm-hmm. have to talk to people. Excuse me? You have to get to know them. Because I was talking to Vong, I was talking to Liam Kelly, I was talking to my friend Miguel, and they said, "Dude, you have to network. You're not networking. That's your biggest problem. <laughs> like, you're not, like, you have you have material. Fucking get out there and, and get yeah. your name out there." I'm like, "Okay, I'll do it." I'm like, "I'm just like," he said that to me. Like everyone just started thinking, "I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it. I gotta do it." So like, I just put the open mics on the side because I was just like okay I gotta keep trying but at the same time the same thing for you that's a I always have to tell people you have to start networking because like you are funny i've seen you do your stuff like that freaking violin bit I fr- <laughs> and no one laughed but me because i freaking got it <laughs> because I was like i'm like oh my god that <laughs> it's deep she- there were other musicians in the freaking audience oh good god <laughs> That's, like, deep freaking cut. (laughs) That made me laugh. I I understand the pain, because, like, the only way you can get, like, gigs is by playing licensed music that's not freaking your own. (laughs) Whereas, like, in stand-up comedy, you have to exclusively play things that are not your that are only your own. Mm -hmm. Because if you take someone else's ideas, it just calls you a hack. And it's the only art form, I think, that besides painting, does that. Yeah. If you take someone else's idea, they go like, "No, that's fucking wrong." But you do that, and all of a sudden, call me, you get crucified. Yeah, you get sent out to the wolves. But what else? Um, like, so, like, how did you start incorporating your wild in, into your sets?
1: Um, I guess I'd always, uh, I just wanted to kind of, and I, I guess I saw. Well, actually, I guess the, the I really wanted to go up. At the Bucket Show on Tuesday nights at a Comedy Bar, so it was a great yeah. a, a great way to get on the variety act. It's just bring, <laughs> so especially especially say your jokes, but you have an instrument, so you can you can get up. So <laughs> That's the most genius thing I've ever heard? And honestly, people have caught on now, so it's actually harder to get on the variety. Okay, now, but. but- yeah, for a while it was like I knew I could just like guarantee a spot because there was only like three variety, and now people are like oh like I just do the same shit but like bring a you know melodica or something recorded like yeah so like originally I was like I'm gonna do it. and I always thought I wanted to um, <laughs> and then uh, there's actually this really amazing comedian in mm-hmm. New York called mm-hmm. Isabel Hagen and she mm-hmm. is a viola player also from like she went to school like she we are we went to juilliard together but mm-hmm. we never overlapped and um and she's yeah she's a comedian now and she does that she like will play and then is say is a guitar or is it what she viola called? like the viola. viola yeah I'm finally little, viola. yeah viola? so she'll do that and I, I saw it and i was like oh that's a great idea mm-hmm. but my idea is like i i i want to like sort of share what i have learned already mm-hmm. so like i i like playing like a for example um bach who wrote all these like solo pieces for um, like strings so mm-hmm. there's a whole book of them and like i've learned most of them and so you take your first page of one and then you figure out where it's really, like the phrase ends and so you play you you know end your phrase and then you say something absolutely ridiculous and then you keep playing so eventually after 5 minutes or 4 minutes set, you've heard a full almost a whole piece mm-hmm. so eventually i want to actually like do a whole like uh, you know incorporate the entire piece into your set so you're you're hearing a whole off piece which is like very nerdy but i think in the end it's it could be
0: very you take what you're passionate about and you incorporate it into your sets which is what you are but you're passionate about the violin yeah it's i'd say but like who's
1: the person you said that doesn't in new york fan Isabel Hagen.
0: Isabel Hagen. What does she exactly do? Because I'm not familiar with her.
1: Um, it's essentially the same thing. Like, because I mean, a lot of musical comics do that. Like, Mm -hmm. they'll like, uh, I think his name is Dimitri Martin. Also Mm -hmm. does it. So he's a guitar, Mm -hmm. and so they'll just play like a snippet of something, and then say like a one-liner joke, Mm -hmm. and then we'll play something again, and then just go back to joke, music, joke, music, joke, music. And then eventually, I think with her like longer set, she like put her instrument down and just like do stand up. Okay. Um, yeah. So she was on Fallon. So and so there's like yeah, Fallon. you go to school her. We didn't overlap, but we went. We had the same teacher, and like we were, I think we we're like one or two years apart. Yeah. Well, that's still that's still great. Like, yeah. That, uh, like she's really cool.
0: That, and I'm guessing how long ago was that when you went to when you went to the same school with her?
1: Um I I don't know she must have graduated in 2018 or 17 or something and she's already
0: on Fallon. Really
1: yeah, she didn't do stand up for like a while.
0: Oh uh, prior even prior to that I'm guessing or Yeah,
1: I think so cuz Cause cuz cause we went, I guess we went to school in New York so and she's from there I think so. Oh, she, you went to New York? Yeah, I lived there for 2 years. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I'm learning about this right now. You can see everyone. This is the key professionalism. I don't know nothing about my guests. You know my
1: bio on my website.
0: I don't stalk you.
1: It's <laughs> on the link tree. I know
0: it's on the it's on the link tree. Follow her link tree, and you can stalk her yourselves. Not me. <laughs> I'm too much of a gentleman to do that. <laughs> but like. But, like, what exactly, like, speaking of the violin and, like, doing the stand-up and all that, what exactly inspires your jokes and your writing of those jokes? For example, me, it's, like, how I see the world, like, how do I explain this? Like, I talk about this all the time. Like, I talk about, like, how rap inspired me, how other stand-up comedians inspired me, and philosophy. But what about you? What inspires your realm of thinking?
1: Uh, I guess I just, it's more, like, observational, I guess. So, Mm -hmm. like things I notice about my friends or people I see around me Mm -hmm. um and then I I mean when I was first starting out like everyone does I did a lot of like dating material and stuff like that just like you know thinking my past like oh (laughs) why did I do that (laughs) you know and then uh you know you tweak it Mm -hmm. make better and then uh yeah so just I guess from personal stories I guess and um yeah, random things I Being made. like
0: hindsight's twenty twenty, then Sure. You can, you, can, yeah. you can look back at it and like kind of laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, because the thing is about like dating jokes is that it's very universal. Mm hmm. Excuse me. Uh, everyone can sort of relate to it, so it's a very easy avenue to go, go down around, because like even I have some dating jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'll just say it right here, like my, my Tinder date had daddy issues joke. I had, I just, I don't know if you've heard that one, right?
1: I've like, you know, I haven't been on, for like a month but i feel like i haven't seen you in a while you yeah,
0: haven't seen me in a while because like i've just been running around
1: yeah that's and then you left
0: for a bit too so. yeah i left for a bit then i had to like do it then i was like getting booked in niagara and all <laughs> this other stuff like is it it's a gigantic thing but like the tinder date is issues i talked about that one and that's like my dating experience but i don't like but like it's like everyone like kind of. but you have to try and find a way to make it your own because everyone has those yeah totally Everyone has those horrible, like, Tinder stories. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact that it's coming from a guy's angle is even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the reason. So, like, th- where do you think that, like, you would want your, your comedy to actually go from beyond where you are right now? Um. Or you haven't thought that far ahead, I'm guessing.
1: Probably. Um, yeah, I haven't really thought about that. But I like I like being, like, a just like just like like the a female a female voice you know like mm-hmm. my side of things and maybe that's too vague but just like but like you know i think it's important to yeah like <laughs> i don't know uh yeah just like funny funny female voice I think. funny female voice yeah of just like how going through the world as as who i am and yeah. like what i see and how i see the world and, and no, no, like political message or anything. Like no that. political message or anything. Like no, that? just okay. kind of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, stupid shit. <laughs> so you
0: want Tom? Se- you want to be a female Tom Segura? I see. <laughs> basically, okay. This is how I fall in the world, and this is what ha- what happened here.
1: Yeah, uh, almost weird. Yeah. Like I love like I love absurd comedy. Like, yeah,
0: absurdist humor. If there's any person that I can recommend, there's two actually absurd comedy is eric andre
1: yeah great yeah
0: and (laughs) if you okay everyone i'm gonna go into deep youtube lore right now filthy frank okay
1: no okay (laughs) filthy frank (laughs)
0: you're gonna be like sean what the fuck is this (laughs) trust me it is is like if you sit down there and think about it the guy is so fucking insane it's genius He's up there with Eric Andre, I'd say. Like, but it's like it takes a lot, it takes a stomach, and it takes a iron will to watch some of those (laughs) videos. Trust me. And like, what is it? And uh, speaking of like how like you want to take your comedy and all that, because like we all got inspired by someone one way or another. Like for me, it was Dave Chappelle, Russell Peters. If I even go to my rap side, it was Tupac, N.W.A., and Eminem. Is there anyone that, like, inspired you to do this violin, to do stand-up comedy that you look up to that says, like, I want to try and emulate what they're doing?
1: Um, I guess with violin, I, I, like, I was pretty late in, like, uh, like, I always played growing up, but I was pretty late in, like, actually bunkering down and practicing and getting good and working on things, and knowing how to practice and do that, so... Um, honestly, just like being surrounded, I'm so so inspired by like people around me, Mm -hmm. which sounds really corny, but like, especially in my music when I was like 16, I was able to like become friends with people that were my age, but were like, you know, just like miles ahead of me. And like, it really made me like look up to them in a lot of ways. Um, if I'm going to pick someone that like, I look up to, um, I guess, I loved so I studied with, um, this woman named Martha Katz Mm -hmm. and she is the first, she was the, the founding member of the Cleveland String Quartet and she's like one of the sort of female powerhouses in viola playing, um, in quartet playing and like her, their recordings of the Brahms String Quartets are like fucking amazing. (laughs) So I listened to those on repeat and just like think about that. Um... And then I guess with comedy, um, yeah, when I was, I, I knew I wasn't meant to just destined to just be a musician mm-hmm. uh, because I was in practice rooms just like watching SNL <laughs> like for hours and uh, and just, just like like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, of course, um, so, yeah. Are just like definitely my, I my love,
0: writing idols. Yeah, because like uh I love Parks and Recreation. I the love Thirty Rock though. Thirty Rock. Yeah. Thirty Rock. I have to get back into. I watched yeah. a bit of it, but I fell out because I was just like watching other stuff. That's actually
1: pretty absurd. Like there's some like ridiculous plot lines that come out. There of is. You're <laughs> not wrong.
0: I did love it, but it's just like I was like enamored with other stuff at the time. That it just like it's, for example like. I'm watching Always Slam in Philadelphia.
1: Oh, great show. <laughs> <laughs> great show.
0: We all like, every time, like, that is stand-up comedy as a sitcom.
1: Honestly, I watched a lot of that, too. <laughs>
0: but I had, like, I had to pull back from it because I'm just like, okay, it's one of those times that it just starts to get too much, you know what I mean? You're like, I have to, like, just, like, do other stuff. Is it, was, it wasn't like that with 30 Rock, 30 Rock, I forgot what else was going on at the time that it made me stop watching it. There was nothing bad, like, it wasn't yeah. the quality. It, yeah. was, it was just something else. I don't remember what it was. All I remember is that I really liked it. And then I just went, okay, let me just, yeah. this other thing came up.
1: I love, um like, It's Always Sunny is always, yeah. it's based off, like, really horrible people, yes. obviously, but, because, like, sometimes if you watch too much, or, like, uh, when I was watching the Trailer Park Boys, yeah. I, like, I started, like, thinking like them. I was like, <laughs> no, I can't do that, you know? Or, like, um, and my, one of my favorite books is uh Catcher in the Rye, yeah. and it's, like, He's like, he's, like, angsty know, yeah, 16-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And so you start like thinking like that, or... I don't know. And, and like, um, like Clockwork Orange, too, is a crazy oh. book. Whoa! Yeah. And, you, like, you just, like, you're oh, like, whoa, like... You start, like, talking, like, goddamn, you know? And you start yeah. talking like that, and you're like, wait, what's happening? you the whole British Cockney accent. Yeah, you like, what's like, happening? Yeah, let me go
0: beat up this person with a cane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, what was it? Who was the person that played it in the movie? Oh, I don't know, but that was a freaky movie. <laughs> no, like
0: Malcolm McDowell, I think it was. I, I'm trying because like, that's the thing about the run. I'm like, I'll go like this, and I'm like, there it is. There it is. Like, yeah. uh, what else? Um, so, like, but outside of any of those inspirations, because like you have your viola, you have some. What are your stand up like with Amy Poehler and Tina Fey? Um, is there like anyone outside of like that, like, who would inspire you? To, like, with a work ethic, for example, with me, like a guy who inspires me all the time is Fred Rogers. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Mr. 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 Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, like, okay. Uh, Like, like, the guy was, like, the nicest dude and, like, he just believed in loving kindness. I'm like, I can't, like, not love this man. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: is there anyone like that that would say, like, you could say, like, even, like, your grandparents or whatever.
1: Um, I mean, again, I think just, like, my friends, like, Mm I saw, like, because I was kind of, like, a couple years, three years behind them mm-hmm. and, like, feeling uh, in, in just, like, progress. And they they went off to these, like, big schools in the U.S. And, like, I was like, oh, like, I could do that, too. Like, they can do it. And, like, we're from the same place. We're doing the same thing. I just mm-hmm. need to work a little harder. Um, yeah, so, like, I just I feel like I'm so lucky to be surrounded by, like, people that have, like, a really hard work ethic. Work, work ethic um yeah totally um i think it's like uh just being able like the schools i went to i i was able to work with like really cool teachers and um just like they have yeah like uh i would talk about martha and she was really cool and then um another teacher of mine misha he he was my teacher at my master's and just like another great, like such a nice person. The both you know, such nice people, but like you're like this amazing musician. That like, mm. how did like wh- what <laughs> what are you doing? That like I can you know get from you that like, so I can be.
0: How could you learn from them? Yeah, you learn
1: from them and like, yeah. I don't. I guess with music school, you you. It's one of the only things. Probably one of the only, um uh school like you know you go to school where you have like one-on-one so Mm -hmm. like every week you have like a one-on-one lesson (laughs) with this because you get to know them pretty well and they get to know you pretty well as well okay Um, yeah
0: because I wouldn't know I am not the most musically inclined person on the planet Mm -hmm. like I think I could like screw up the triangle if I tried (laughs) if I didn't try but let's just see what else is there uh what like I'm sorry, like, I have my notes and everything. It's been a while. So, like, it's just, like, I'm just... Like, I have bullet points on, like, how to do this whole thing. Um, what... Like, so you said you started at Salto. But what made you say you had to go up there and do it exactly?
1: Um... Oh, man, I don't know. (laughs) I just, uh... I guess, I'm I'm one of these people that will just, like... For my... I put my mind to something, I'll do it. Like, like I said, if I i actually for the longest time i was like i hate stand-up stand-up is dumb and (laughs) yeah i was like i'm not into it and then i was kind of just like oh this could be fun like (laughs) i'll try it and i just did it and and like i'm i love performing so Mm -hmm. it was just another way another outlet to perform with i think you just like being on stage yeah like being on stage and um yeah people have to listen to you, <laughs> you know, like i have the microphone now yeah. shut up bitch. people don't always listen to you but <laughs> oh yeah like just try and n- make those yeah.
0: you have no idea i you guys left the lab at like what like 11 or something Eleven
1: thirty. 30
0: 11 30 i was i went on stage at 1 30 in the morning <laughs> everyone's drunk off their ass no one's listening to me the microphone's like blown out
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and i'm just like Everyone's just like, "Why are you going up there?" I'm like, "Cause this is how champions are made." Of. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm just like, "Cause it, and lo and behold, it actually worked out in the end." So like that's the thing. Like you sometimes you just got to try, and like you, I'm glad that you tried. Because like, if you didn't try, I wouldn't have met you. Yeah. So it's nice to actually like like we first met at uh what's it called? Uh, Groove Bar, I believe. Oh yeah. It was the, uh, when Brandon Zakai was running the, the mic there and he did the book show. Yeah. And you were on there. Yeah. That was the first time we met and I'm just like, and then you messaged me out of the blue and said, hey man, I'm on the same show as you. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was a group chat. Uh It
1: was
0: in a group chat and i was like, and you just, and then you, okay. then you ran up to me and said, talk to me and like, I was like, who, did she, I'm I don't like, remember that. I, I
1: have a really bad memory <laughs> when it comes I to have, people.
0: <laughs> I have a weird ass Identic memory <laughs> uh, Cause I can remember like Everything you could talk to me about last night Like not fine details But exactly what I did I can remember what I did
1: <laughs> Nice Yeah so
0: like nice. It's not great
1: <laughs> I mean I know. It's better than like Forgetting Really stupid details So I don't mm-hmm. know I don't
0: know Yeah but like it is that's the day I met you And you did really great that night But like as you said, like, people not listening to you, even if you have them, like, groove is <laughs> notorious yeah. for that. You go up there and, like, no one's paying attention. <laughs> You're just going up there, and just winging your stuff and doing your best. But, like, it's one of those things that if, even if one person laughs in that room, you know that joke's gonna kill. Yeah, That's one of those things that you have to, that always goes on in there. Um, as I said, and this piggybacking off of another question that I had.
1: Well, we're really, like,
0: freaking burn into all this stuff. We have, like, 30 minutes left, and, like, you've really, like, exhausted most of my questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, this thing, let I'm piggyback off something else. Like, you said, like, because I want to be, make you, I want to help you find your voice in comedy, as well as I want to help myself find my voice. I already kind of sort of know where I want my voice to go. Like, it's that one voice that you have that even when you're not trying to be funny, you're still funny. If you know what I mean, right? Okay you like, you know, when you're arguing with someone and then they just start laughing because you, they like, you know what? You're right. And they can't help but get angry. They can't even get angry. They can only just laugh at it. That's sure. kind of like, that's basically what happened to me at work. It's just basically like, how the hell do you not understand this? It's so simple. Like my, my coworker was going on about, she just got married. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to do the laundry. I don't know how to like do all this other stuff. I'm like, how did you skip all these life skills <laughs> and just go straight on to that one? Yeah. But, like, it's like, what would you want your comedy to say? Because, like, you said you wanted to come as a lens of a woman just meandering this whole world and being absurd about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: just being qu- the quirky quirky girl next door, I think, is the. Yeah, like Zoe Detonal or something. Like, no, I don't really think she's that. It's, it was funny. I, I enjoyed New Girl. But. Um, just kind of like. You Call know. me
0: subjective, so don't yeah, worry. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's an art form that is very trans. Uh, it deals with perception, observation, and interpretation. So, like, how, like, for example, like, uh, what Chris Rock says on stage can mean something completely different to you and comes something completely different to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you say, like, new girl and, like, someone said, oh, shit, I'm like, you got something different around that than they did.
1: Yeah.
0: That's the whole thing. So, like, Uh, you just want to, like, I mean, like, the uh, overall messaging of what you want to say, like, the your perception, your observation, and your interpretation, like, what do you want that to say? Like, is there something that has, like, think about the times that you were, like, trying to make someone see your point of view, and they were, like, they understood what you were talking about. Hmm. Like, that's what I mean, like, like Um... do you have any, like, times you ever thought about that because this is like how to find your voice is one of the hardest things you can do in comedy because like there are people who've been doing this for five plus years still don't have it
1: yeah um i think a lot of i like to like make fun of myself too so mm, self-deprecation yeah but like in a way that like you know you think about the time where you were called out on something or mm-hmm. or something went wrong or like you know you think about your childhood and you're like oh i was <laughs> why did i do that um and then you kind of like go back and think about it and then you know write a joke about it or something mm-hmm. um, just like knowing that you were wrong i guess just like admitting to the world that you're not perfect and um so self responsibility yeah or like responsible like <laughs> um yeah like I, I i have some instances that like i want to write jokes about in my that in my life mm-hmm. that like we're like low points (laughs) but i want to i want to be able to like think about them and pro like you know process them through through writing and through jokes and like uh Mm. for example i'm doing a a little plug here Mm -hmm. um i'm i've i'm writing um a web series Mm -hmm. um about music school and like uh we're filming in september our first episode it's a musical it's gonna be sick (laughs) well it's cool (laughs) pardon that's cool yeah Yeah, and uh, so, like, just, like, through the pandemic and a little, like, a couple, like, quite a while, probably, like, five years now I've been thinking about it, and when I was um, in my parents' house, just, like, you know, (laughs) quite sad, Um, the pandemic was happening, and I, like, was, uh, I was, I was living in New York, and then the world shut down, and I had to go back home where nothing was happening, I just completed my master's, and, like, I, I was like, oh, like, this is the time when I sh- should write it, but it took me so much effort to, like, even think about it. And, like, but when I finally sat down and, like, wrote an episode and wrote mm-hmm. music about something that, like, I went through and, like, I'm still processing, and, like, uh, it was, like, very, and, like, but also, like, made a joke, like, joked about it, and, like, mm-hmm. and, but also, like, yeah, thinking th- things out that, like, I, Uh, I wanted to talk about with my experience in school. Um, Yeah. Now I can, like, share that in a a different form rather than just, like, always be like, oh, that was, like, the worst part of my life. Like, music school was so hard. Like, oh, like, why why am I, why didn't all my musical dreams, like, not come true? It's like, oh, no. Let's, like, accept what happened in the seven years of school and then, you know, move on and, like, be happy that so like, for example, I'm a full-time musician now. It's, like, sweet. I don't have to work a random restaurant job to survive, you know? Like, I can just fully commit myself to music. Um, and, like, I'm able to do other things that I want to do. Um, I'm not necessarily, like, a shining star soloist, you know, top 1%, you know, you, you sure. know, yeah. Yasha Fitz prodigy, you know? <laughs> and I knew I was never going to really be that but like i i had dreams of other things that just are never going to come true um but i i'm like i'm okay with it now because I, i'm doing this other thing that i'm passionate about about something that like that i went through and um so yeah we're filming the first episode in september and then i'm hoping to do about four more episodes of like just sort of different um almost like uh what's the word web series or? um well no just like because there's like very specific things like that are um like if, if you go to music school like everyone goes through it like
0: if you me. want to make it relatable to, like, but i also
1: want to make it relatable to people that haven't gone to school for music yo <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I'm, like oh, I'm
0: completely lost and like, yeah. because i was like of like is it like normal school or is it like, <laughs>
1: like no not at all <laughs> Like, one of my electives was, like, music theory. Like, that's, like, the hardest course is to get through. And then I did, like, a whole, you know, seven semesters of piano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I did, like, solfege. I have to learn. I can sing and, like, you know, do re vi fa do and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you learn yeah, that. Like. So I read. And, like, I get credits for playing chamber music, like, instrument quartet and, like, orchestra. Chamber
0: music?
1: Yeah. Like, chamber uh, music is, like, small ensemble. So, like an orchestra is like the big orchestra yeah, on stage okay. and then chamber music it's like when there's like
0: four musicians and oh, then I thought you were like talk about like someone in a dungeon
1: uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> like what the hell like, no, no. it's like
0: freaking <laughs> the tort those torture scenes where he's just, like you're just an <laughs> that's funny of the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like no. what the hell is like if you- if people think it's torture to your music what the hell is this but, like is can you spoil the name of this series or? Anything?
1: Oh yeah, it's called Viola, the musical web series.
0: And is it going to be on YouTube?
1: Um, probably, or maybe another streaming service. I'm not sure. Um, well, do
0: you guys have actually have like a backing, like they actually put on like another streaming service, or what?
1: Um, no, no, no. We're we're currently raising money right now. Um, so we're trying to raise like three three thousand dollars to mm-hmm. for our costs and stuff like that. Um, and. Uh, yeah, because we want to do like a pre pre screen somewhere, mm-hmm. but um yeah, probably probably YouTube in the end. Um, uh, but uh I don't know any other street, you know, worldwide streaming sites that we could use. Vimeo, Vimeo? In, uh, that's, like, that's very old school, isn't it? It is. That's the reason why I bring it up. <laughs> Show
0: it up all there on freaking E bombs world. Yeah,
1: <laughs> short film, indie film platform, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, we have you know that's that's a couple months away so
0: no worries yeah. september is next
1: one well like after we edit it
0: and stuff like that well, oh, okay no the filming starts in september yeah but yeah. the actual like put, putting it like i would if i'm gonna put a timetable to this i'd say probably february next year okay uh, yeah. that'd, that'd be like a, the earliest i'd say because like you have to do like the lighting the, you, like sometimes like things don't uh, record properly. So if you do voiceover, yeah. So like there's like all this other stuff so, like, just everything that can go wrong will go wrong. You have to do you have to deal with Murphy's law. So like, as we were de- okay, key in point we were like here. She this was started three. We were like here for like literally like, forty five minutes trying to get audio correct, <laughs> and she was fine. But like no, the host has to like be here like going yeah. <laughs> the microphone the whole time. That's the same, like, anything can go wrong. Yeah. What else? Um, do you, like, where do you see yourself going in, like, stand up comedy? Would you, like, want to get that, like, record special put on YouTube of what you're doing?
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, um, I think a special would be sweet. Um, I'd love to, like, yeah do some little mini tours soon that would be fun just like in ontario or like i'm from bc so i was thinking like next summer i could do like a little bc tour or something like that bring some of my you know bring some people i don't know who or even just like contact people that are in bc gonna mm-hmm. do that cool. um yeah it would be, be fun really
0: nice actually like, uh, i don't know how the comedy scene is in bc but i think like you're doing something completely different from everyone else, so it sets you apart so much. So, and I, when everyone says the word "special," they usually think like these hour, hour and a half long things. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be that long. So, I've seen specials like 15 minutes long.
1: Yeah, I'd say like you know I'm I'm still pretty new with comedy. Mm-hmm. My longest set has been like 12 minutes so far, which is still like quite a bit of time. It so, is. and so I would say. Yeah, like a, a goal would be like a solid like fifteen or twenty. Solid
0: fifteen recorded.
1: Twenty, yeah.
0: Yeah, and like cool. that's it, as I said to everyone, you have to learn to walk before you can run.
1: Sure. Because
0: yeah. it, everyone's just I, I remember when I first started, I was only like you, they give you five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was only doing like two. Yeah. Because I'm just like I I'm like I have to like get the nuances down at the break. I have to get out of my shell, and then the same thing. It's just like when I see the the specials. Like, will I want to do that hour long special one one day? Mm Absolutely. But uh, but I have to be realistic and start off small. I might just like, as I said, everyone. I will probably do like a fifteen minute one on YouTube, and that will be like much down the road when I actually get like actual freaking equipment. And people actually want to actually videotape it and like, get, like, all this stuff put together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, like, what else? Um, this is... Um... <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I think... Because I'm such, like, a... Yeah. There's some comics that are, like, so into comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I like comedy because I, I, lo- I, I like it, but I'm not, like...
0: In love with it. I'm
1: not into comedy. Like, yeah. you know, I, I can't name... <laughs> The best comics in the world You
0: have no idea. You're not the only one that can do that. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, I just fell into it. Like, yeah. Like, you know <laughs> Ken Lee Pooh? Yeah. Yeah, she just fell into it. Yeah. She didn't, like, try to get into this. She just like, oh, I would want to do it. She like, she can't name a freaking comic to save her life.
1: No, me either. Uh, and then
0: there's, <laughs> uh because, like, what was it? Like, most of the guys, like, these are people who idolize and all that other stuff. hmm so it's kind of like that would you ever like go back to new york and try doing this stuff
1: yeah i'd love to do that i also like i'm trying to like finagle like a, a, i like, i'll get a music gig or something mm-hmm. so i can go and then just like stay and then do some comedy as well like that'd be cool uh,
0: like how do you get that done because like for me like when i was going down to like new york i had to like go to like a holiday Inn and stay there
1: uh i guess i have still have friends so
0: oh you have friends you can stay i can with? stay on their okay, couch like, yeah because everyone else is just like, you know what, like, even just getting a hole in a wall in New York is like $800 a day or something like
1: that. Oh, yeah, I guess if you say Manhattan, but you can get these like, uh, you can, you could also like go with somebody too, or like three people and like, mm-hmm. you know, share like an Airbnb or something. It's, I think also like, I don't, actually don't know this, but I think if you rent weekly, it's cheaper than like a day. Right? So, if you, like, plan to go for a week then with, like, two people mm-hmm. or something, it'll probably be cheaper. I might head
0: back, because I'm going to head back down there next year, that's the reason.
1: Nice. So, like,
0: I'll see who else would want to go, because I need, I need help understanding what the hell to do down there. Because, like, I did not realize, like, oh, the subway system's fucked. <laughs>
1: oh, I love the subway system. <laughs> Where did you stay?
0: It was in Hell's Kitchen.
1: Oh, okay. That's, like, pretty... I don't know. It's <laughs> fine to me. Maybe it's a little bit out of the way, but it's not mm-hmm.
0: that bad. I was in. I was trying to just do Manhattan and all that. Yeah. What else? I'm trying to figure out here. Like you have like, exhausted all my questions, girl. You you were rapid fire on this. <laughs> most people I'm just like
1: efficient. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're very efficient. Let me think here. Uh, yeah, They live.
1: They're dogs. That's oh. not dogs. No.
0: It's them moving the gym equipment.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I so actually speaking of New York. My apartment I lived mm-hmm. in, the people above me were constantly doing this as well. Like, they'd be like moving their couch, mm-hmm. and even before the pandemic, when it was like, like you know, didn't really work out in, or like do anything yeah. in your apartment, you like went in other places, but just constant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like,
0: how long were you like you were in New York during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, I moved uh back March
0: 2020. Okay, we moved back, we moved back here, in March,
1: Canada, yeah,
0: we moved back here March 2020. And yeah, like
1: when there was like eight hundred people dying a day, <laughs> it was crazy. And so they were just like throwing bodies into like Oh, the mass graves. Yeah, it's bad. Oh. Like all Central Park had become mm. a hospital, and there was like helicopters flying over. And like it was crazy. It, that,
0: that, <laughs> when I saw that mass grave on on the news, I was like, "What the hell is going on, man?"
1: Yeah, I'm like, I was like, I'm just gonna stay. Like it's not that bad. Because <laughs> I just didn't want to move back home. And so uh, my parents were like, "No, nope, you're <laughs> you're coming back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're reading; they're actually reading the news. I'm just like living
0: there. Yeah. Like you no, well, you know, we see all the like <laughs> there's like dead people on the streets and everything. Yeah. Like, anyway. That was
1: weird because it was like the week before my friend had come visit, mm-hmm. and um, him and I like did everything and mm-hmm. you know went to some comedy shows and stuff like that, and and then um, sort of the last couple of days. That was like when Trudeau was like, mm-hmm. "All oh, Canadians must come home now." And my friend was like, "What? What the hell is happening?" And then, yeah, we kept getting like, oh, like two, three, you know, seventy cases found in New York, and mm-hmm. like, and um yeah, it was crazy. And then when he left, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the shit, like the city shut down. Your and, friend? Yeah, my friend. He flew back to Victoria, and then. Um, I went up, you know, just normal day and there was nobody on the street. It was crazy. It was that, like that, within like two days, like no one was there. That's
0: what happened in Canada too. Like yeah. it, it's just like, it was like a discope. Like I hate bringing up the pandemic because it's just like, this is a horrible memory for everyone. But like, it was just like, you, you go out to like, uh, you went to the Dundas Square there's no Nobody one. Nobody
1: there. there. So weird. Yeah,
0: it's just like yeah. whoa. It's like a bomb went off, and like, like, it's like it literally looked like a scene from *Iron Legend*.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, huh? You <laughs> or, watched um, *You Watch Handmaid's Tale*.
0: I didn't. Like they shoot some stuff
1: here. Yeah, they started mostly in Toronto.
0: Yeah. And they like, they were doing a hanging scene in the middle of like, city hall.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's freaky. And there's also they so it's set technically in Boston, and when i i lived in boston for a couple yeah. years and um there's like a scene where they're being hung at fenway park like, <laughs> and it's just like totally dystopian like there's no one in the stands like you know it's probably been abandoned because what
0: is the handman's tale about anyways um, i did not watched it
1: that's a thing it's like a, i guess dystopian future there's uh like some kind of toxic waste disaster and then So essentially, like, um, where, like, kind of, like, the New England area has been sort of captured, (laughs) taken over by these, like, alt-right people, and um, and then they've made it called Gilead. (laughs) And uh, so it's, like, you know, in the future, and women have become infertile, except for a couple, and so, like, these women are captured and become handmaids, and they have to, like, serve their leader and so they're like <laughs> it's okay it's <laughs> bizarre
0: it doesn't make any sense I'm like if they're the only fertile ones I'd assume you'd walk on the doobie doing absolutely nothing
1: yeah well <laughs> uh, sort of they they sort of like there's like a so so the rich people get handmaids yeah and they the handmaids live in these like small rooms off the side of the house or whatever and like I feel like they don't really do anything but they're not treated well like they're just I, they're forgotten not. about but like once um mm-hmm. Once a month, they have the ritual where, like, so the, because the, usually the wife is barren. Yeah. And then the man is, like, whoops, this, um, you know, a, a leader, so a rich mm-hmm. leader, and then the handmaid's, like, put in between them, mm-hmm. and then they, like, have sex, but, like, the handmaid's just, like, <laughs> chilling. But it's, like, yeah, it's bizarre. It's this horrific situation. I'm, like, oh, I'm
0: sitting down here going, like... <laughs> <laughs> There are way large workarounds from this.
1: <laughs> but it's, like, because it, it's the alt-right. It's, like, they've created a new Bible. And, like, so... Yeah. It's, just, it's like...
0: Yeah. But no, no, there's still no workarounds on this. Like, you, you just, like... Have you not heard of freaking, like, in vitro fertilization?
1: But that doesn't... I mean, the book was written in the 70s. So... Okay, fine. So it's okay. Like, it's, like... It's technically set in, like, 2020. Yeah, like, 2020 or something. That was true. Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is what happens when you have someone like me
1: watching something like, there are so many, they don't have to be doing this. But there's not that many women left that are fertile. And then, <laughs> the whole thing is, like, they escape to Canada. And it's, like, Really epic journey. <laughs> they have to cross the river. And... <laughs> it's like
0: this. Uh, like, okay, guys, she's exhausted on my questions, and so now we're just shooting shit now. <laughs> okay, but like, it's like this. I'm like, yes, the, the only fertile ones. We don't have to have sex to freaking have a child. But that's
1: not the point. The point is like because they're. It's like, like I'm not, I'm not religious at all. But like, it seems like like because sex is like this holy thing in Bibles, right? It's like that, like this new. Um, this new uh, state of Gilead is like it's very far advanced, but it's because we're in the future. But mm-hmm. there's no technology; like everything's back to oh, like, it's to back the root. to oh, so okay, it's like right. it's almost like Mormonism or something, like, maybe Mormonism, Or it's like very like it, like should have like Amish, yeah, Am- Amish. That's that's one. So it's like very mm-hmm. like minimal technology, but you know they have like big. Like SUV black cars, and they drive around in those. But like you know, all the there's like a housekeeper that will make all the food from the garden and stuff like that. And, but then you have this whole like the this, the ritual is like very old school. But yeah, they would never. No, yeah, okay, it exists in Canada, but not in yet. Like there's no technology.
0: Okay, and I'm just, I'm trying, like, I'm trying. <laughs> She's just like, That's I, I, know, I know a lot of, like, people watch the show, and they really like it, and I'm just, like, sitting down and going, like, okay, I kind of get it, so they want the, what's it called? How to explain this? They want the luxuries around, but none of the freaking convenience.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and then, um, they, they still have hospitals, I guess. So, like, when the baby is born, they go to hospital.
0: They've had hospitals. Not like, not, like in general hospitals around for like
1: hundreds of thousands yeah exactly and there's like you know really t- like um because because it's really important mm-hmm. that um like babies are still being born I guess mm-hmm. so they have like a ton of equipment to make sure like if something's wrong they can like help the, the mother I guess but then actually I, don't, I haven't watched this in a long time but I feel like I'm surprised they actually get born in a hospital. Maybe it's only when they have complications, because they might be like they get born. I think they might get born in the house. house. Yeah.
0: that's yeah, even done still today, anyways.
1: But, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, I know like, friends. Yeah.
0: I'm like, I don't want to go to a hospital, I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm one of those guys who well, then suffer in silence. <laughs> that's that's the same reason like I have my medical information joke, because like everyone comes to me about their are do at least all of your medical information. Yeah. Please, everyone, please go see a doctor. I can only, I can give you a freaking synopsis. I can't give you a solution mm-hmm. <laughs> about your problems. Like, he's like, what does this mean? I'm like, this means that it's just, <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: Um, My yeah. most recent medical emergency yeah. was food poisoning. It was horrific. So I had to go to the pharmacy and get some uh, modium. <laughs> modium,
0: you didn't, they didn't say to give you Gatorade
1: or anything? Like, we No. Left. It was just like, I was like, food poisoning, it's horrific. And they're like, okay. And then they gave me ammonium, and I was like, okay, sure.
0: Yeah. Okay then. Like, because okay. I'm like, <laughs> with me, it was just like, okay, uh, I have ammonium. Because I, uh, and I was trying, to, I had to get this other drug, it's called an antitron, they get to get a prescription for that. Okay. It was anti because I was growing up. Yeah. So, like, well, yeah, okay, this is not a medical podcast. <laughs> 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 but, but, like, everything else, like, yeah. Okay, since we're still, like, trying to exhaust time for a bit. Actually, we have five minutes left, so sweet. Okay, let's plug your stuff, tell them who you are, and tell them where they can find you.
1: Oh, cool. Um, do you yeah. doing
0: any other shows as well that you've watched before or
1: anything like that? Um, do I? No, I don't. Not anymore. Um, so I guess, right, right, Bakes on Instagram. Um, might, might start the streaming again on Twitch. I'm not sure. I, uh, I just moved to a new place, so. I have to figure out the, the new setup. Um, and then, um, yeah, my website, rakealmore.com, if you are interested in any online or in-person <laughs> lessons. <laughs> and uh...
0: please, please specify the <laughs> lessons, because, like, the thing is, a lot of people do a lot of things with lessons.
1: <laughs> Tell uh, them what the lessons are. Viola lessons, okay? <laughs> uh, Get your mind out of the gutters, like, <laughs>
0: okay, please, <so. laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, my next show at the comedy bar at 9 30 on tuesday should be pretty fun mark mcnally show the mcnally show Sick. and i think i'm on comedy brawl next week too which is that competition
0: is it, where's comedy brawl is it absolute or is it no Look.
1: it's uh i think it's comedy bar
0: comedy bar again?
1: maybe yeah. i don't know it's next week it's you know next week's problem <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's next week ray's problem
1: yeah. <laughs> um and again on my instagram you find all the information about my goFundMe mm-hmm. uh, for viola the musical web series um, so if you're interested in donating any donation helps um, go straight to the the, ca- uh, the crew specifically um I'm not doing it for I'm doing it for free um so I just want to pay other people for their expertise like camera uh, and audio and editing and licensing and rentals and food mm-hmm. and fees, uh, like yeah no, no just like um, like if we had to um or like insurance. So like we, oh, okay. if we okay, no, no. you know shoot somewhere we have to
0: because of, yeah, anything yeah. breaks, yeah. you can easily replace it and all that's of those. Wrong
1: word. What? Uh, licensing is the wrong word. Yeah. Um,
0: insurance is the
1: correct Insurance. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's kind of what I'm up to in the next bit. So, oh also fun fact i am in a theater production Woo! in the next next month. Uh it's called uh Tales of the Grotesque. And it's a new play based, interactive play at the Campbell House Museum downtown, mm-hmm. uh, based off Edgar Allan Poe's literature. Oh, cool. So, I'm a, my technical uh, name is uh, Funeral Musician, but I have some lines in it, so it should be fun. <laughs> funeral
0: Musician. So, like, okay, like, so someone's going to die eventually. Yeah,
1: it's, it's like a Halloween play. Oh,
0: okay, so it's like, like his quote, The Way Raven, Raven Nevermore stuff. Yeah, like all it's- his
1: kind of crazy. Yeah. Darker stuff. And then and um Heart of Darkness, have you read that one? I've heard of it. There's like a there's like a heart in the in the baseboard that's like dumb big and it, he's going insane because he killed someone and, yeah. I think yeah. they'd drop anyone insane. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. But um so that's coming up in October. It's a Halloween show, which would be fun. That's cool.
0: Like glad you're getting your name out there and doing other stuff.
1: Yeah, I have been really talked about, this, but I'm trying to get into like film and TV as well.
0: But okay the uh, art, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all taking some like hilarious background stuff recently, and like, yeah, just putting additioning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will plug my stuff. I have a show coming up at the end of September with Javi De Guzman. I forget what the name of that show is called. At Lola, yeah, yeah. Lola, at Lola. Oh,
1: what is, I, don't remember.
0: Yeah, I, I remember. forget. I forget what it's called. It's just like. And then I have another show, I'm going to Niagara Falls on September 6th, I believe. And it's go- I haven't gotten the show's name yet, I only know that I was just booked on it. So, And that's on a Wednesday, so hooray for me, I have to go there straight right after work. And drive back. And drive back the same night. Uh, my family lives down in Niagara, so it's not too bad. So I just, I will do the exact same thing I did last time, just sleep in the house and then uh, drop back up at like at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And what else? Um, I'm going to actually start streaming Baldur's Gate probably tomorrow. Because I think that is prime comedic uh, uh, material that I can actually stream on YouTube. And what else? Uh, tonight I'm gonna head to the lab to do some networking, talk to some comedians, get, just make sure people know why I exist. Nice. And all this other stuff. And tomorrow, I think much of the same. If not, I might do an open mic tomorrow if I can find one.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's some Sunday ones that started again.
0: Yeah, like I, I think what's it called? Um, Ace of Spades uh, underneath the Lepi Le uh, Chef. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, every uh, Sunday now, but uh, we'll see what's what when it happens if I can do it or I want whatever. But anything? Last words you want to say?
1: Um. This was really fun. I was cool. just like my. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of uh, Armchair Expert. Have you listened to that podcast?
0: Uh, no, but I've been listening to this. I will. I'll play it. Okay. By the way, guys, we're going out for ice cream after, so I'm really. I'm really jazzed about that. Man.
1: He's like he can barely even say these last words. He's already thinking about. I, I'm
0: getting cheesecake ice cream. Don't take this away from wow,
1: me. That's
0: a good flavor. Yeah, and like, but like, is, I'll show it to the, the podcast I haven't listened to. It's called Big Brain by like Flash, by Flash Kids. It's a comedy podcast. And they answer the most ridiculous, like freaking answers. Like, how do you always win a debate? That is an easy answer. Violence. (laughs) 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 It's stuff like that. I'm like, I love it. It's just so stupid. But like, I understand. Like, uh, uh, if there's anything else, I'd say I had a wonderful time talking to you. You, I'm not saying this because I'm not being, like, like I'm not trying to smoke up your ass or anything like that. <laughs> I'm like, you are a ray of sunshine. And not a pun. That's not a pun. That actually just landed perfectly. But you, you, I love being around you. I love talking to you, you. You always have a good vibe around you, and I love that.
1: Oh, thanks, Sean. Yeah, I, I always like talking I'm, I'm. I wish I remembered when we met. That was embarrassing, but. <laughs> always it's always good to see you around.
0: For sure. It's always, it's usually the guy that forgets how they met. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just
1: like, I oh know it was this affair, and the freaking
0: North Star was shining that day. <laughs> but that's uh, uh, been great, guys. Uh, I'll see you guys next week with another guest. I haven't decided who that will be yet because my whole schedule was thrown out of whack. But I will be back next week with another guest, and I will see you then. See ya. Bye bye. Yeah.